Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Josh with you again here on a Monday and just want to highlight the signing from, I guess it was what, Friday or Saturday over the weekend here. The Browns signed tight end Jordan Akins, formerly of the Houston Texans. They signed him to a three-year, $3.9 million deal worth about $1.95 million a year. So want to dive into Jordan Akins, see what the Browns got in their newest signing, their newest offensive weapon, and address one question that we got on social media over the weekend that I thought was a pretty interesting question, and I wanted to dive a little deeper into that. Um, before we get into everything today, I want to remind everybody, check us out. Follow us on all our socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like this video, leave a comment, drop your thoughts about Jordan Akins in the comments below. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, tap the notification bell. You don't want to miss any of these new updates that we're putting out. There's a lot of stuff happening in the offseason. Free agency is going strong right now. We're entering week two. NFL draft is right around the corner. We're going to be diving into prospects. We've got some cool stuff coming up. Uh, next week, we're going to have just a little preview here. We're going to have Brian Bosarge, NFL draft expert from draftcountdown.com. He's going to be coming on the show again like he has every year and uh, just talking about draft prospects for the Browns, guys that we should know, names we should know for the Browns as potential targets in each round. And then we're going to do our mock draft 2.0. For March, wrap it up, wrapping up the month. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned, hit the notification bell. You don't want to miss any of this new stuff. Real quick, t-shirt contest, guys. Make sure you're entering. Um, I checked today. We've got six entries so far, and we've got four winners to, to name next month. So there's a pretty good chance they're going to win. So if you want to get in, now's the time. The sooner the better. Just you know, go to uh, thedogspodcast.com slash win, W-I-N. That'll give you all the details. But five-star rating on Spotify, five-star review. Got to leave a review too with it on Apple Podcasts or and or subscribe and notification bell on YouTube. Screenshot those, send them to us. You get entered into the contest. Right now, your chances of winning are really high, like I said, so make sure you get in. Last but not least, more Browns content. You want a Browns community to be a part of. You want extra episode from us every week. More interaction with us. Jointhedogs.com. Become an official Dog Pack member. Okay. Jordan Akins. Like I said, three-year, $3.9 million deal. He has played all five of his seasons so far in his career with the Houston Texans. He is 30 years old. He was a third-round pick in 2018 by the Texans. Um he was actually 26 years old when he came into the league as a rookie because, fun fact, he was also a third-round pick by the Texas Rangers. 
Aikens played minor league baseball for like three years. He was an outfielder before he came back to college at UCF. So, you know, being an outfielder in minor league baseball, you know that Aikens has pretty good ball tracking skills. Um, One skill that he is knocked for and he was coming into the league out of college was his blocking. And we're going to see that as kind of a theme going through this. In 2022, last season, Jordan Aikens caught 37 passes on 54 targets for 495 yards, five touchdowns, only three drops. Remember, he did have Davis Mills and Kyle Allen throwing him the ball. So it's going to be a little bit different with Deshaun Watson, who, of course, as many of you realize, he played with Deshaun Watson for a few years already in Houston. So Aikens last year, 13.4 yards per reception. 7.3 yards after catch, his passer rating when targeted was 124.1. These numbers are actually really good. They're sneaky good. Um, Just to put some of these numbers into perspective, 13.4 yards per reception. That was higher than his new teammate, David Njoku, was at 10.8. 13.4 was also higher than league leader at the tight end position, Travis Kelsey, who was at 12.2. Okay. Aikens, like I said, had a 7.3 yards after catch. That was also higher than David Njoku at 5.9, and it was higher than Travis Kelsey at 6. So Njoku and Kelsey were pretty much the same at their yak ability. It was around 6. Aikens was at, what did I say, 7.3. Um, and this is a cool one. His 124.1 target, when, passer rating when he was targeted. Again, higher than both these other guys that we're comparing to. David Njoku was at a 102.7. Kelsey was at 118.7. Again, Aikens was at 124. So when he is targeted, he's coming down with the ball. That's what these numbers are telling us. When a quarterback throws in the ball, his, the quarterback's pass rating is higher. Like Aikens is a good receiving tight end, which is exactly what he was brought in to be. If we now turn over, kind of look at PFF and the grades, Aikens was the 12th overall tight end in 2022 with a 72.4 grade. He was tied with Darren Waller, and everybody loves Darren Waller. I love Darren Waller. He's a hell of a tight end. Great receiving threat. So is Aikens. Honestly, he really is. Um, Aikens was just over one point lower grade-wise than David Njoku last year, 73.7. Now, let's dive into his blocking numbers, which those are pretty bad. I'll just be straight with it. His his pass block was 61.3. Run block was a 51.6. And Joku was a 76.3 pass block. And Joku was actually a 52.4 run block, which as a side note, 2022 was David Njoku's worst run blocking season of his career. He's actually only graded below a 61 time in his career before now. Um, and I think a lot of that in 2022 is attributed to the offensive line issues after Ethan Postick went out at the center position. So I don't, I don't read too much into that, Dave. We know David Njoku is a good blocking tight end. And as we go through the rest of my notes on Jordan Aikens, I think that makes a lot of impact on why Aikens was signed. Aikens run blocking, um, on the other hand, he's been graded poorly his entire career. He was knocked for his blocking coming out of college into the NFL. So blocking is not his thing. But as, I, as I've said repeatedly here, he is a good receiving tight end. This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Spring is in the air, and that can only mean one thing. 
spring grilling. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to spring into something delicious with their semi-annual sale. With 50% off site-wide, grab all your favorites like perfectly aged, tender steaks, ocean-fresh seafood, juicy burgers, incredible air-chilled chicken, and decadent desserts. Plus, when you go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. It's the perfect way to get fired up and spring into something special. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code DOGS at checkout. Take advantage of this deal right now. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away and you're going to want to hurry because 50% off site-wide is only happening for a limited time. So don't miss your chance to save big right now. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S at checkout. Get that additional $30 off when you shop their semi-annual sale today. Minimum order may be required. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Sign up with code TPPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So let's dive into the question that we got over the weekend on social media. Why would the Browns sign a tight end before a wide receiver in free agency? The question said, you know, the Browns are reportedly moving to a more pass heavy, five wide offense, air raid, whatever you want to call it. Um, do we really need another receiving tight end when we already have David and Joku? Shouldn't we be prioritizing that wide receiver position? So let's dive into the answer to this question. I think we can all agree that Jordan Aikens, like I said, has not been signed for his blocking abilities. We're not going to see him playing on many rundowns. He's not going to be asked to block on pass plays. However, uh, David Njoku will be in on run plays. He'll be run blocking. And he is a great pass blocker as well. So whenever, whenever he's in the game, he is going to be asked to, to block on passing downs, which you know, that just means he's not available to run routes on those plays. And then let's just kind of look at the, the wide receiver free agent market this year is pretty scarce. There's not a lot of high-end talent, and that's why the Browns honestly haven't signed anybody yet. The, the high end of this wide receiver market and free agency, it's not very good. Uh, it, just, it just isn't, which means that lesser talented players are going to end up getting more money than they're actually worth because there's a lot lower supply than the demand for them. And I think what you're seeing with a lot of these signings that the Browns are doing, Andrew Barry is being very calculated with the players he's bringing in. They fit a specific role in a specific scheme and he's getting them for a great price point, basically, based on the market. So, I, I don't know. I don't know who we're going to sign at wide receiver, honestly. I think there's a lot of Nicole Hardman talk. And while I think that would be good for the Browns, I think he would fit well with our offense, with Deshaun Watson. I just don't know as far as the market in free agency and the price 
the contract that you would have to give McCole Hardman. I don't know if he's going to be the guy they bring in, but the, the same sort of situation applies to the NFL draft this year. Now, there are a couple names at the top of the wide receiver uh, prospect list that, you know, they're going to be first round picks. They're great talents. Uh, but the drop off in high end wide receiver talent in this year's draft, it means that there's going to be a lot of mid to late second round talent that are going to end up getting drafted in the second half of the first round, early second round. Because uh, there's just not enough of the that high end talent in this year's draft to meet the demand. So I think that there are guys that the Browns, you know, at this point in time, if you're doing mock drafts, if you're looking at prospects, you th- you're probably saying, hey, the Browns could get player A or player B, you know, in the second round. But I think, and this happened last year's draft, you're going to see a lot of these second round talent guys getting pushed up higher in, in the draft because there's just not enough to meet the demand. There might be another run on wide receivers where you're seeing names that, you know, experts even had pegged for the Browns as potential targets in the second round, and they might pop off, you know, in the 20s. And it's like, oh, well, they're not there anymore. So I also looked at what Andrew Barry has done in his time with the Browns as far as drafting wide receivers, and it kind of tells the story as well. So you got DPJ was drafted in the sixth round. Anthony Schwartz in the third, David Bell in the third, Michael Woods in the sixth. So, like I said, I know a lot of fans are, you know, convinced and very optimistic that the Browns are going to go after a wide receiver at 42. I'm not so convinced, just considering Barry's tendencies. And like I said, the the drop-off in wide receiver talent in the draft, I just, I don't see Barry seeing the value at 42 to take a wide receiver, especially when he's never taken a wide receiver ahead of round three before. So I guess just going based on history, based on the talent pool that's going to be available at pick 42, I just, I'm much more expecting the Browns to take a wide receiver in the third round or later yet again. Ergo, Jordan Akins, tight end. We talked about a guy like Paris Campbell in free agency, who might be a a decent signing for the Browns around that $2 million price point. Might have been a good slot receiver for Deshaun Watson, also a field stretcher out of the slot. Well, he went to the New York Giants at $3 million a year, I think was the the contract. So now you're seeing Jordan Akins coming in at that 1.95 or around that $2 million contract that, you know, we had talked about for a guy like Paris Campbell. Aikens can operate in that intermediate field level, but he also has field stretching abilities. His PFF grade on passes over 20 yards was 96.3. That was 10th best among tight ends with over 50 targets last year. His receiving grade out of the slot was a 70.9, which was 11th best among tight ends with over 25 targets. And if you look at yards per route run, which is a really good way to evaluate a player's efficiency in the passing game, Aikens yards per route per route run, that's a mouthful. Aikens yards per route run was 1.63. That was eighth best in the NFL in 2022 among tight ends with over 50 targets. So he's efficient in the passing game. I know that Jordan Aikens is not the major sexy splashy signing that, you know, all, all us Browns fans were hoping the Browns would make at the pass catching position. But again, this is another calculated move by Andrew Barry, and it's one that honestly I think is underrated. I think that Jordan Aikens can be, I I hate to use the word too loosely, but I think he can be a stud in this offense with Deshaun Watson, especially if you pair him with David Njoku because 
David Njoku is, as we've seen, he's a great tight end to have at our disposal, but his blocking ability, it's a double-edged sword that he gets asked to block more than than fans probably want and more than you know the team probably wants to have to ask him to block. But he's just so damn good at it that we need him. We need him in that role. And um, you know, he he gets asked to to block on more plays, and when he's asked to block on a play, then he's not available to run a route on that play. Aikens can step in day one, be that intermediate target for Deshaun Watson. The, the, the type of target that Harrison Bryant just has not yet developed into. And I say yet because I do think that Harrison Bryant has the ability to continue to develop. We know that tight ends take a few years, more than a few years, honestly. A lot of times, four or five, you saw it with Njoku. They just don't come out of the gate, you know, at a high level in the NFL typically because they're just asked to do so much more than a wide receiver. It takes them longer to develop. There's, there's, Pass blocking, run blocking. You got to run your route. You got to learn the speed of the game. Uh, the the linebackers you're going up against, the safeties, they're just so much better, obviously, in the NFL than in college. It just takes these guys a longer time to develop. I'm not out on Harrison Bryant just yet, but I am out on him being our number two tight end right now, especially. We need a guy Deshaun Watson can rely on, and that guy, I do believe, is Jordan Akins. Aikens brings speed advantage against linebackers. He brings size advantage against safeties. He doesn't miss many games. He's already played with Deshaun Watson before, like I said. In 2019 and 2020, Aikens had 418 and 403 yards respectively with Deshaun Watson. Those might not sound like enormous numbers, but you got to remember, like I said, these tight ends take several years to really acclimate to the NFL game. And he put up those numbers in just his second and third seasons. So to me, that's pretty impressive. And I know this video might sound like I'm trying to, you know, hype up a ho-hum tight end signing like Jordan Akins, but I, I honestly don't think that's what it is. I think that Jordan Akins can be a difference maker in this Kevin Stefanski Browns offense with Deshaun Watson. I, I think, like I said, it's an underrated signing. I don't think it's being given enough credit. I, I really do think um, he's going to help a lot on this offense. The tight end room was super weak in 2022, and Joku was really the only guy we had. Like I said, Bryant still hadn't developed much. Um, we had nothing behind those guys. And th- this just really bolsters the whole pass catching side of, or, or, or the whole pass catching group as a whole. I think that once again, you have now seen Andrew Barry fill another position of need with a player who A, fits the scheme that the Browns want to execute offensively. B has the efficiency metrics that shows he can perform this role that he's going to be asked to, to perform with the team. And C doesn't need up much cap space. This is another great job by the Browns front office this offseason so far. Again, like we've said in the previous videos, and we can hype up these signings all we want. And on paper, they might look really good. Obviously, we got to see all that play out. But right now, at this point in time, in 2023, in March, we don't have the ability to know how it's going to play out on the field. So the best we can do is look at what the Browns are doing on paper and say, is this, does this make sense? And with what the Browns want to do on offense, with Deshaun Watson as the quarterback, with the way Kevin Stefanski, you know, his mindset and what he actually wants to do on offense versus what he's had in order to execute it in the past. He just hasn't been able to do what he wants to do on offense. 
Now you see Andrew Berry bringing in a guy that can help him do that. So that's your new tight end, Jordan Akins. Again, tell me what you think. Are we overhyping this tight end signing? Is this just a depth piece that we're not going to see on the field very often? It's not what I believe. I think he's going to, I think he's going to be a major contributor to this offense. I really do. But we'll see. Time will tell. Either way, let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes. Like I said, coming next week, we are going to have Brian Bosarge from Draft Countdown talking draft prospects for the Browns. We'll dive into that free agent, uh, or not free agent, I'm sorry. We'll dive into that rookie wide receiver class and kind of see where that top level talent really drops off and how big the tier gap is between the top level and the guys that might be available at 42 for the Browns. Uh, tomorrow, we are going to have, it's either going to be tomorrow or the next day. I don't, I'm not for sure, but this week we are going to have Derek Frisbee from DF Sports on YouTube on the show. He's going to, you know, give us his reactions to the Browns free agency so far, what free agents that he still wants the Browns to target. Um, if you haven't gotten a chance to watch any of Derek's content, head to DS Sports on YouTube. He puts out a lot of great stuff. You're probably going to be seeing him a little bit more on our stuff um, as we kind of work together on some stuff throughout the offseason here. So again, subscribe to the YouTube channel here. Hit the notification bell. You don't want to miss any of this new content that's uh, coming your way here in the coming weeks. Thank you so much for tuning in once again, and we'll catch you on the next one. Go Browns! Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.